Digital Ramblers, how are you? JJ Cannon with Digital Light here in Houston, Texas. And boy, am I so excited to get back on the microphone with my good friend, Chris Gamble. Brother, like, what happened to us? Well, some say there, there was a, there's been some stories circulating. I'm not going to spread the rumors further. There's, there's some stories out there, something to do with a cliff, a sports car, there was like a alien abduction. There was all sorts of stories. Right. Yeah. Well, none of those are true. <laughs> We're still here. The, the one story that is absolutely 100% true is that we have been like overly stacked with, with work. I mean, it has just been an amazing end of the year or end of, you know, second half of 2021. Although the beginning of 2021 was ridiculous to begin with. Yeah, same here, JJ. UK, uh, smart home industry, very buoyant, very strong. Uh, would say under, under strain. And we'll talk about that later and how a small industry is trying to cope with the demands that it's under. Uh, but we're also seeing other industries uh, equally as busy. Uh, so it's, it's good all around for, for the entrepreneurs. Yeah, and so today, I mean, it's it's been since the end of July since we put out our last podcast, and friends and family, we have not gone anywhere. We have just been up to our necks in work, and Gamble, I, I am just ecstatic to put another uh, episode down and, and to, to get back at this. It's been a minute. Yeah, but hey, let's let's not ponder on what the gap. Let's just hit it where we where we normally do, straight in the face, and uh, get stuck into something really meaty. What have you got for me? Well, you know, like you were like you were hitting on. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, you know our industry, some of the challenges that we've had, uh, some of the things that that we have to look forward to uh, in the in the far future and also in the near future. Uh, and uh, how we are positioning ourselves uh, going forward. Yeah, it's, you know, something that's been in my mind because I knew we were going to record today was uh, I'm wondering how everybody's going to afford a smart home in the years to come. Um, as, as I've been in business, you know, over 10 years, you've been in business nearly double that or maybe more than that, is there's never been a... There's never been a trend that's seen smart home get too inexpensive. There was, you know, some some light appearing at the end of a tunnel where we thought that Amazon, Google, Apple were going to bring a, an affordable smart home to the masses. I waited and waited. It didn't come. And we continue to deal with high price tags on our installations. And I still think it's blocking a large number of people experiencing a professionally installed smart home. And I wonder if, if the cost is two-pronged, the cost of the installer and the cost of the product. Well, you know, like everything, uh, as, as, as demand, and honestly, we've been up against demand, uh, more and more of these products are, are being necessary. Uh, and, and as people are staying in their homes, they're really having that aha moment of, 
you know what, those things that, that the Digital Ramble have been talking about uh, together on the air, as well as whenever they're coming into our home, is like really starting to make sense. And uh, like we've always said from the beginning, network is the foundation for everything that we build our, our systems on. And with uh, people really working from home, like that really seems like it seems to be a legitimate thing. Like it's going to be long-term and uh, most firms are finding that uh, the quality of life for their employees are, are improving. The quality of production is also improving. Uh, because people are able to work when they're when they're free and uh, less time is spent on the on the highway commuting back and forth. And so networks have have greatly improved. But along with that, you know, the cost of some of those network solutions have also increased as well. And for, for us, we, we've made an adjustment in our, in our labor prices gamble and uh, have have had to. Uh, particularly uh, just trying to keep up with uh, some of the additional costs that, that we're seeing um, in, in our industry uh, and, and across the board. Do, do you think people should be paid as much a salary if they only work from home? Here's a, here's a topic for kind of like a dinner table conversation, but if you're at home, you're losing your, losing your uh, sorry, using your vehicle less, your commute time is zero, uh, more free time. Can you, you know, was was some of your salary weighted towards you having to have reliable vehicles, transportation costs, public transport, school fees, uh, you know, extra help at home? If you're at home more, can you can you really justify the large salaries in in some situations? Um, it, well, you know, as far, I think it's different for every, or is it based on productivity? And I, well, I, I think it's, it's always been based on productivity. I would be willing to say that you're getting more productivity out of people at home than, than when they were actually in the office. I, I do hear that, that a lot of, and I'm talking about different industries, not necessarily my industry in particular gamble. But I, I'm hearing uh, people say that because they're at home, they have more opportunity to, to put in a true eight hour day rather than uh, not having the distractions that you might have at, at the office um, or, you know, the commuting that you have and just the thought of everything else that you need to accomplish when you're not at home. They're actually putting in more time when they're at home than when they were actually at the office. No, yeah, I, you know, I, th I think there are people that have proven to be more productive and equally, I think there, there's, there's going to be a lot of people that have struggled to be productive outside of that team environment, that collaborative environment and uh, technology's bridged divides, but it's, um, yeah, I still don't think it's a long-term solution for businesses, but it's probably one that we're going to have to, to work with for, I think, a number of years to come. Uh, but going back on the on the cost of a smart home, I'm still I'm still kind of surprised that if I look at the the common products and the price tags, it's still still a bit of a head scratcher that the, the a smart thermostat is always around about the two hundred pounds, two hundred dollars. The the smart speaker with any decent performance is two hundred pounds, two hundred dollars. The 
you know, the camera, the doorbell, they all sit around this price point and it only takes five products. And we, you know, we talk about starting with some, some normal kind of purchases like a doorbell, a camera, a thermostat, a speaker, you know, we, a, a smart dimmer, five products, <clears throat> which you could easily incorporate into just one room. That's a thousand pounds. Um, then you've got installation and I'm going to have to say it's probably another thousand pounds. So your kind of starter for five is two thousand pounds. Is are we seeing proper value from from a smart home with professional installation there? Absolutely, I think you're seeing value from it. Uh, and kind of back to some of our earlier episodes, uh, we, we've always talked about the value of hiring a smart home technolo uh, technologist and and the reasoning reasoning behind that. Uh, and where do you want to invest your time? Uh, for, for starters, do you want to spend an entire day installing one item and then wondering, did I install that item correctly? Uh, and then also trying to up yourself on how to install it uh, or, or how to operate it correctly. Or do you want, uh, and that, that's just one item, and you talked about four or five items there around that 1000 to 1250 range, uh, just in, just in buy-in. Uh, or do you want to spend an entire weekend scratching your head, looking through owner's manuals, trying to trace down YouTube videos on on how to install something correctly? Uh, and then want and, and then again, how do you get it all to work appropriately? I think the value for, for hiring a home technology professional uh, is definitely valid for one item or or more. Uh, and and our clients continue to prove that line of thinking on a daily basis. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is, man, our phones are just ringing like nuts. One item or you know, 100 items today, this morning, I just sold 100, you know, a minimum of 100 items this morning, like ridiculous. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, one of the things when I'm setting up uh, an item of technology is I'm always, uh, you know, mindful of this, of this process of the initial power on, you know, discover the device, go through the early stages of, you know, sometimes it teaches you to suck eggs. Have you installed it yet? Is it on this type of surface? Is it on, you know, is it indoors? Is it outdoors? And as a professional, we just navigate through those things uh, blindfolded sometimes. And I, I do think they're very, very helpful uh, for somebody attempting it on their own. But I think that's where there's uh, it becomes time consuming where they they're faced with these questions about, you know, what type of fixings, what, how to wire it, how to turn off and isolate the power and uh, things that's second nature to, to you and I, JJ, and, and thousands of other home technology professionals. And to be fair, some very competent enthusiasts who've worked with home tech uh, from early days will, will navigate through these things quickly, but it's that speed of getting ultimately the, the product or the app or the, the voice command in front of your customer where they can request a brightness to see something, to turn something on, off. Um, it's that efficiency that the professional brings. Um, I don't think the, the price of the product's gonna change drastically, even in 10 years time, I think we'll be talking about, um, you know, two to 300 pound smart devices. But I think the efficiency of the professional, the efficiency of the, 
the, the product having a quick setup, maybe a quicker discovery, quicker access to the network. And that's where Amazon, Apple, Google are getting really, really fast. Um, it's, it's, it's the installation, it's the professional service. That's still our industry's biggest challenge is how do we service thousands of customers? Um, and I think it's possible because uh, if we just get more efficient and analyze how we do our jobs. Well, you know, training is is a big part of that. And, uh, you know, just building your, your business model around the, the ability to expand uh, with with the appropriate training. Uh, I know for 2022, I'm putting my entire staff through re-education on all the simple products that, that we that we install are, are keeping it reels package of mm -hmm. Ring, and Eero and Logitech and Lutron and uh, Sonos. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a re-education on, on all of that stuff. And we do that once a year just to make sure that, that we are up to snuff with any innovations that, that might have uh, come about over the past year. But also whenever we have new hires on, uh, we, we put them right through that same, same education uh, program so that, that we can have them up and running in, in short manner as well. And so, yeah, man, that's, that's a, and, and then finding talent, goodness gracious, it is, it is, it's amazing for how many people are not capable <laughs> of, of doing what we do. I mean, it takes a lot of patience and a lot of time uh, to train individuals and to find somebody that has the mindset to think uh, like a, you know, a custom installer you know, uh, prioritizes and thinks in the sense of in order to do that step, you need to do this step first to, to you know, you got to set it up. Uh, like you don't want to install something if the network is not set up correctly. So you got to start at the network and, you know, just how you stage your pro, you know, the progress of the job. And honestly, um, that's not necessarily in a training program. That's kind of in the field experience in some applications. But man, it's it, it's tough to to find people, but but exciting whenever your business is expanding. You know, I, I genuinely believe JJ that that somebody that's you know been working with home technology for let's set like a, a base level of say five years, five years or more. I think to the the outsider, they think I can do that. I can do what those guys do. You know, look at them just playing with a phone, a tablet. You know twinkly lights, you know, changing Wi-Fi passwords. They think it's really simple. And I've seen pr other professionals from, from, you know, similar industries, whether it's electrical, plumbing, construction industries, try to dabble uh, with a little bit smart home in conjunction with their own job that they have responsibilities for and fall flat on their face, catastrophically and hilariously, actually. I find it quite funny. Uh, it's a kind of horrible side to me, but I, I just find it laughable that they think they can do their job and our job. I don't try to do their job. I know my, I know my, um, the line in the sand, I don't cross it. And I respect what, what these other people do, but they think that they can have a go at, um, you know, the, the smart thermostat, the smart doorbell, the smart camera and the installation. Yes. Drill a hole, screw the device to the, and then they start to navigate into the app and they say, oh yeah, I've set it up. 
And then they get asked by the customer. Then they get challenged on a feature or um, you know updates and whatever it is. And why does it not connect to the wife? What you know, there's there's some friction, and then they bail. They're out. Game over. See you later. I'm going back to uh, fitting light switches and soldering pipes. Yeah, I mean, it's not only uh, people in other industries that try to dabble. I mean, it's also uh, homeowners that are DIY savvy or savvy. And I honestly gamble, we encourage them to try. And we we try to help them uh, have the confidence to go out and do it, but always let them know that our door is open for any challenges that they might have to, and if they need to invite us out to maybe finish that last 25%, uh, you know, we're more than willing to do that sometimes we have to take it all out and scrap it and start start from start from zero. Uh, sometimes that's easier to do is start from zero than to try to pick something up seventy five percent through the through the install. Uh, j- just start from scratch. You know, trying to trying to figure out what somebody else has done sometimes is harder than just starting from you know a reset. You know, when when I'm doing installations and I'm getting towards the end of of a project that might have spanned several months from, from a design and consultation through to completion and handover. I'm always thinking that I need to leave this in a way that there's no, there's no pitfalls. There's no hidden trap doors. There's nothing that's, they're going to be, you know, have problems with, you know, we're going to put in place, reliable products, reliable systems, things that integrate where they need to integrate, things that have um, easy to navigate uh, apps, help functions, support. And yes, that reduces their their callbacks. um, But there are times where I know that customers are wanting to, to dabble with some of the things we've left in place. And it does frustrate me when they go a little bit deeper than, than, than the, the confines that we set them. Um, and I know some people are capable, but I also know that you shouldn't dabble sometimes with things because you screw up stuff that was put in place, little integrations, little, little shortcuts that yeah. the pro knows. And if you circumnavigate those or miss, skip those steps, then really you kind of lose the problem is you don't want to pay me to come back because you think, oh, well, it should, it should have worked, should have worked. You know, it, it was working before. Yeah, it was working before because I set it up. Uh, you've mucked around with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm chuckling a little bit inside because I'm, I'm dealing with a situation like that right now. And, you know, I have a client that is, is moving mm. and uh, a lot of the smart home tech is staying behind and uh, she's wanting me to go in to um to log out of everything to change passwords to get it back to zero so whoever moves in then we can re uh, apply new passwords new usernames you know the whole nine yards and right now you know remotely she's trying to change passwords and it's causing a major issue and it's like i just and they've hired me to go in there to do that. And she's trying to do things remotely and it's, it's going to cause 
I mean, can I do it? Absolutely. But because of what she's trying to do remotely, it's going to wind up costing a little bit more money because it's going to take more time. And like you were just saying, the shortcuts that a home technology professional knows that can be taken can save somebody time and, and money. Uh, if you just like pump the brakes, be patient, let, let a home technology professional get in there and do what uh you know your needs are for you like sometimes it's better not to help just stand back and, and watch yeah i uh, i have to admit that over the years i've kind of thrown in my two pence worth of advice and i know that i've got experience of some crossover things that happen within our trade and other trades and I give my advice, whether it's on a design perspective or a practical perspective or a cost perspective. And, you know, I'm always like the money saving expert, which can get me uh, a lot of wins, but also a lot of uh, defeats in the wrong, in the wrong uh, surroundings. But it's, uh, you never get thanked for that. And over the years, I'm learning still to just, button it keep my mouth shut because it just I, I don't want to be sat in the saddle uh, for the whole rodeo um, sometimes I just want to get off and let other people take center stage and and then in, in some cases let them end up with egg on their face um, it's, it's tough uh, on do, that. do you have an experience I mean it sounds like I can see your wheels turning there in your head and you're you're hearkening back to a particular job that, that oh, just 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 there. yesterday today yesterday you know like builder trying to decommission a, a burglar system a home alarm system an intruder alarm system and you know they've just basically just smashed the thing off the wall and this siren is blasting and the backup battery is still connected and they can't realize they can't work out why it's still beeping and, and, and then the, the, the WhatsApp group lights up with, and it's at Chris, meant, you know, at Chris. Uh, there's a problem with the alarm system. Yeah, there wasn't a problem yesterday. Yeah, the problem is we've tried to disconnect it. Oh, okay. Oh, so what's happening? It's still making a noise, yeah? Yeah, you need to disconnect the battery. Where's the battery? Right. right. Well, we found a battery. I said, there's probably another battery. Where would that be? Oh, that'll be in the siren. You know, so I said, oh, there's also solar powered accessories that might still be, oh, you know, and you can just, you know, you know that you won't even get a thank you next time you see them. Not that you want it, but it's like, why do I just, you know, am I going to phone you when, I've, when I need uh, advice on how many courses of brickwork I need to put into my, you know, foundations of my house or, you know, they're just, I don't know. It's like your resource that I can tap into 8 p.m. on a Sunday night. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, sometimes having these uh, these clients or even contractors, like you're stating, sometimes they do more more harm than than just you know trying to be patient with uh, with these installs or these services. So are you making adjustments to uh, to your labor cost right now? Are you seeing the the need to make some adjustments? Yeah, I definitely have. That's based around uh, the amount of labor that we're putting on 
installations. So at the moment we're going heavy on, you know, many hands make light work. So we're, we're going in strong on an installation, completing in hours rather than days, which is all we've always been a fan of. We've not always had the manpower to work uh, that way full throttle all the time. Uh, but now we're going heavy uh, so that we're doing things that might have taken, for example, a week and completing it in a day through new systems of work and through, uh, like I say, more people and not just experienced people. We've got uh, some young members of the team now that are doing a lot of the, the unsung hero work, which is literally tidying up and getting stuff from the vehicles and um, yeah, basically tidying up eight days, eight hours a day. Um, but that's what you do when you start on the ladder of, of work as an apprentice or trainee. Um, but yeah, and because of that, more people, higher, higher billing rate, uh, but you've got to cover those people's wages, you know? Yeah, man, we, uh, we've raised our rates just a little bit over the past, uh, couple of months and uh, have found that that people are very accepting of those of those higher rates uh, our quality and um, time to install has still been uh, premium that we're delivering to our to our homeowners and, and small businesses but because of how the economy has also shifted we've had to make some adjustments as as business as a business uh, to to what our economy is is needing and you know the cost of doing businesses has greatly shifted over the past uh year well that that's a key phrase cost of doing business um you know it costs more to put fuel in the truck it costs more to insure your business it costs more your premises costs have gone up um it costs more to get to the places that you have to work like even we work in london and it's just increasing cost of uh, the, the congestion zone, the parking charges. Um, yeah, you, you cannot really be too disgruntled with a tradesperson of putting their prices up this year. I think 2021's it's become high cost to stay in business and, and as a result as well, it's high living costs at the moment as well. Fuel. Fuel is a big one in the UK. It costs a fortune. Yeah, fuel is a huge one here in the States as well. I mean, we are in Texas. Uh, we do not see as much of a uh, increase in fuel as some of the other states are, are seeing. I'm sure that we're close behind. Uh, but definitely, like you're saying, our cost of doing business across the board has, has greatly risen. Um, and not only that, so has the cost of living for, for our employees. And uh, we have got to address that as a business to make sure that, that they can uh, live comfortably, uh, you know, in, in today's market. And if not, those quality workers that, that we've had uh, on staff for, goodness, I got one guy with me for 15 years, another guy for nine years, and a young man that's been with me for three to four years. But if I want to retain that quality of employee, I've got to make sure that their income is is sustainable with with today's time. Just because I'm raising my rates does not necessarily mean that uh, Digital Delight is making more profits. 
uh, it just means that we're keeping up with uh, with the increase of doing business, uh, which also, you know, rolls down to my employees of making sure that they have a good quality of life to live or they will find other places to go that that will compensate for that. Sure. And, and you know, and the conversation with with customers is a, is a cliched one. But if you want me to keep coming, uh, if you want me to keep attending, if you want me to keep uh, servicing your system and being a reliable tradesperson in 2022, these are the costs, you know, so it's a balance. But I think, like you say, customers are understanding and, you know, the challenges they may face to try and find alternatives. They, they probably want to avoid that, especially if you've worked with them for a number of years, like you and I have got customers that go back, you know, many, many years. You know, one of the things that I uh, was fortunate enough to do gamble since uh, the last time we've talked is there was the CE Pro Total Tech Summit that was in Orlando, and I got to speak on a on a panel out there about the convergence of commercial and residential uh, uh, technology, which is a fascinating uh, discussion. There's been quite a bit in our industry written about it, and I was really honored to be uh, asked to be on that panel with uh, Jason, uh, Jason Knott, who writes for uh, CE Pro. Um, but one of the speakers was talking about, uh, you know, raising prices. And, you know, you ask everybody around, you know, how's business? And, and you know, everybody's like, oh, we're so busy, you know, and, and is it, you know, our, our business, our, our industry talks about a lot about being busy and, um, you know, the, the key is to be profitable. And one thing about raising rates is that would you rather do, you know, make the same amount of money and doing less work by raising your rates? Or would you rather keep your rates the same and doing a lot more work, you know, to make the same amount of money? And so, you know, as a business owner, you know, I'd, I'd rather do continue to do quality work for less clients for more money than to do a bunch of jobs for less money and, you know, run myself ragged. Yeah. So next week, listeners, JJ is going to reveal he's moving to a four hour work week and he's going to no, I'm, tell I'm, us all I'm how taking, to do that. Take it Fridays off gamble. <laughs> That's cool. I think I'm going to take Mondays off too. I'm going to, I'm going to move to a four day weekend. And then I'll, I'll work when I have time during the rest of the week. What do you think? Sounds very cosmopolitan and new age. I'll watch from a distance whilst I work six days a week. You're always watching from a distance. That's nothing new. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a great, uh, you know, conversation to, to have. It's something that needs to be had in the sense. And man, uh, you know, where my rates are compared to where other people are in the industry, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at how affordable we work compared to other people in the industry. I mean, some people are like 150 bucks per guy. Mm, per like, hour. Yeah, per hour. Yeah, I'm just like $300 an hour. Oh my gosh. I mean, what are y'all spinning gold over there? I mean, like, just does not make sense to me. 
but to the clientele that they're servicing and the location that they're at, it makes complete sense. Is that, is that chargeable rate only in certain installation tasks and, you know, requests from a customer? I, I'm imagining a lot of the projects are pre-agreed prices. And we certainly work in that, in that way that we might say, look, this installation is going to be £4,000. Um, you know, equipment is 10000 installations 4000 and th there's never a, a, a breakdown of the hourly rate. And then on the flip side, you, know, you might say, oh, this small task will take two hours. We're going to send engineer A there. And it's going to cost you 180 pounds. So they go, oh, you guys charge 90 pounds per hour. I think there's always a, a division between large projects and smaller tasks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, that's a fantastic question. And maybe we should have a couple of guests on to, to break down exactly how they go about doing that, that aspect of, of their business. Um, I, I know that we break it down hourly, but once it's all said and done and the proposal goes out, it's a lump sum for the area that needs that service. Mm. Yeah, and that, that, that goes for a lot of uh, quotations and estimates that, that, that we prepare, you know, like today, you know, you're taking, you're tallying up, you know, how many lighting circuits, how many zones of audio, and you know, a zone of audio is a pair of speakers, an amplifier, some associated cabling, a certain amount of labor. You know, you're not breaking it down into every, you know, nut and bolt, but you know, a zone of audio might be £2,000 per room, 10 rooms, £20,000. You know, but you're not saying it's taking us 1.5 hours, 2.5 hours. You've worked that out in the, history of doing business right. over all the years you've you know but you're also assuming best case scenario and adding a little bit of what if there's a delay what if of course there's going to be a delay that's that's why home technology pros <laughs> are hired because man there are so many unforeseen in, in doing a simple task um experience is what you know honestly where our value is um, in, in being able to for for some cases most cases kind of understand what's in that wall mm. and and how to to work with what is potentially might be in that wall whether it's an interior exterior first floor second floor wall uh, it can be all kinds of hidden gems in that wall yeah and you know that's that's where <clears throat> there's a there's experience, but there's also uh, specialist tools to help you find what's hidden behind walls. And um, that's something that we, we regularly have to do is, is, is have a little bit of a discovery session of what's in the ceiling, what's behind the wall with, um, you know, especially things like fitting speakers or say fixing a large screen to a wall. You, you really need to know exactly what's behind everywhere where you're going to drill, cut, uh, and fix in, into. Yeah, uh, I, I don't see many clients cutting their ceiling open to fit a 
pair of speakers no. <laughs> uh, trying to do a thermostat or uh, a video doorbell. Um, we get a lot of a lot of calls to to help complete solutions like that. You know, Gamble, it's it's been it's been way too long since we've got on here and addressed our digital ramble family. And uh, man, I, I absolutely miss uh, getting on here. Uh, but I'm so excited that we're firing it back up. Yeah, you know, I was I was watching uh, started watching a documentary on Disney Plus about the Beatles and how they had this frantic run, uh, run between the late 50s, early 60s, right through the mid 60s as just album, film, song, world tour, song, album, film, world tour. And, and then by the time it got to like the late 60s, they, you know, had the flower power period and found spirituality and wanted to do their own projects. And, and it just, but then they got it back on uh, for this, you know, last albums. I'm not saying there's like a Beatles-like breakup, but you know, sometimes things slow down and then things pick up again and the creative juices start to flow. So we're ready to end the year with with some good quality content and continue that into 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Friends that are joining us for the first time or to refresh our listeners that are uh, tuning in, please check out our website at digitalrambleshow.com and you can see all of our previous episodes, well over 100 uh, different episodes of Chris and I discussing home technology solutions and experiences that, that we have out in the field with a variety of different devices. I think you'll find a lot of useful information. Although it's a little bit dated, it still is extremely relevant to, to technology that's being installed in homes today. Yeah, it's, it's a resource, it's out there. There's, there's 130 plus episodes. There's some historic content out there on Facebook, YouTube, uh, I was watching one of our videos on YouTube earlier today. I was showing our our apprentice here at work um, the extracurricular activities his, his boss has got up to over the years. He was asking about things on social media and stuff as well. So, um, yeah, this stuff's out there. And if there's things you want us to tackle, it's easy to get in touch with the show. It's digitalrambleshow at gmail.com. You can contact us through the website, digitalrambleshow.com. And also on social media channels message us hit us with a topic and we'll discuss it and if it's one that you want to discuss come and join us yeah absolutely and you can share all of our content with your friends we'd greatly appreciate that you can find us on 11 different podcast streaming services and uh as we sign off gamble you want to throw it out there if you don't know find a home tech pro that's a wrap Thank <laughs> you.